0: This is 177, right? It, which is actually appropriate. I thought about this because <laughs> what, what the hell was that? It's video started play. That's Ronald
1: saying it's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh,
0: because the movie series that we're oh. here to talk about today started in 1977.
2: Oh, what a quinky dink! I always try
0: to think mm. of those little little quinky nice. dinks to talk about. But we're here, uh, folks. Might have already seen the name of the episode, so they know what we're here to talk about. I don't know why we sometimes we sometimes pussyfoot around it yeah but this is our sort of special report on a film that we saw coming a mile away and we've been talking about for a while and we've watched the trailers and we've heard the rumors about reshoots and we've <clears throat> we've opined about the potential of it and we're here to finally see and
2: discuss Insidious. and then some of us looked up what the word opine means <laughs> yes i did that while meantime, i was talking yeah. uh rogue one a star wars story and before we get to that, you should know that you're listening to Movie Schmovie. I was just yes. about to say. And <laughs> what show is
3: this? And that too.
2: You're sure of that we're talking about Rogue One, but you're not sure what you're listening to?
0: It's yes. Movie Shmovie. Is this movie
2: another Shmovie. one of them movie podcasts?
3: It is. Uh, I'm John. I am Ron. And I'm Steve.
1: Welcome. And with our
2: powers combined, <laughs> yes, we are <laughs> Movie Shmovie.
0: The destructive power of this podcast is immeasurable.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, we're here to talk about the latest star wars movie yeah. the, the first sort of non-trilogy movie mm. from star wars the yeah. first offshoot the first of these promised side stories a but lot also, of pressure but also the latest the kind of like since star wars returned last year <clears throat> under the disney banner this is the first like taste of what it feels like just to get another star wars movie yeah. not not like it's back but like oh yeah it's back
2: More star this is wars. how we're gonna feel every year
0: Yeah,
1: for the next, for like the next whatever.
0: I think the trilogy films will still pack a punch that's different because that does seem to be like where the greater Mm -hmm. emotional connection to the characters is. Um, But we can talk about that. We can kind of talk about where where Rogue One fits in with the other Star Wars films. Yeah. Um, I do think we're kind of getting into this subject now. I know we wanted to start off this episode talking a little bit about just kind of what is the state of Star Wars in 2016. I know we were all very excited going into The Force Awakens last year, and it was kind of a reawakening for me, Mm -hmm. and I think for Steve, and for you, it was like a kind of a first time to fall in love with Star Wars. A a new hope. A new hope, if you will. How did it feel this time, going to see another Star Wars film
3: uh, a year later? Well, I, I watched all the prequels in the movie theater, so I was devastated. thinking about how they felt when I really thought about it because you know at at the time you're like this is new this is after the second one I was like yeah but this is different there's a lot of pressure because this is outside of the trilogy this is uh a side story that we don't know about characters we don't know about and knowing the context of it I try not to read much into where this fits in the mythology of Star Wars, which was very important to me because I like the surprise element. I think that if you do, I think we have the luxury of information. And I don't know if you've heard that Denzel Washington- Is that the internet? Yeah, the internet. I don't know if you heard that quote that Denzel Washington said about just information and and wanting to be first and not necessarily being being right. right. We're privy to this information. And should we be, if if we're trying to have fun, if we're trying to enjoy things, how much information do we want to invest in before we see a thing? How new will it feel to us if we know that, hey, it fits in this, this yeah. character is this yeah. person? I don't want to know that. I want to guess.
0: What you're saying there is true about like staying pure to go see it. Mm. But it did feel like there was like an education piece of this movie that people had to know where it fit in. People had to know it was between episode three and episode four. Yeah. I felt like to anyone who really watches the story, it was apparent just when they're discussing the Death Star and that kind of stuff, like where it falls in. But I'd heard going into it that there were some people that were confused Maybe this was early on in the marketing cycle that people were confused about what they were gonna get, that some yeah. people thought maybe this was supposed to be the next part. It's also a little confusing. It's the second movie to be headlined by a, a pretty British woman with dark hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so I could see there being some confusion there, but yeah. I feel like this movie from the start felt like it had its own its own identity and it was unique. And my big question going into it was how unique is it gonna feel from the other Star Wars films? You know?
3: Yeah, it was pretty important uh, one thing that did stand out to me about the trailer was that this felt like more of a group effort than any of the other movies did mm-hmm. um, uh, The Force Awakens was only a couple parties kind of coming together this felt way bigger in scope that there were a ton of people all new characters, all new characters. and a ton of them yeah okay so that's another thing I guess we should when we talk about the spoilery part something that you realize very early in the movie if you, if you're paying attention to everything, where it fits in the world, and who these people are, you know that it can only have, uh, there, are, there can only be a couple endings. I'm gonna throw something out, you tell me how you feel about this. The first act felt very clunky to me. Mm-hmm. because Yes, because it felt like there was a lot of world built, these are new people, there's a lot of world building that they had to do. Over, I'll say up front, I think there's a better movie than The Force Awakens to me. But I think the first act, felt we- the first act of uh, the force awakens felt a lot better to me.
0: <clears throat> I've been thinking a lot about these two movies compared to yeah. each other. Force awakens when it came out there was this immediate swell of enthusiasm because it didn't suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think you have the people that really loved what force awakens was. Yeah. And the people who maybe wanted something different. And I think those people in that second group were really hope had a lot riding on Rogue One that I didn't really feel that I had riding on. I yeah. was expecting it to be a, a good Star Wars movie. Absolutely. But I think other people were like, I still didn't scratch the itch that I wanted. Mm. And I think for those people, Rogue One might represent that difference. Yeah.
3: If Force Awakens was like the 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 big movie that everybody should be swarming to, mm-hmm. Rogue One is not that movie in the way that like it it is tonally very different. It it from the moment if you if you know where this fits if you if you figure out where it fits into the world you know what's going to happen right. Right. you figure out what's going to happen so totally it can it's nothing like it it's it's there's a sense of dread in the movie that the prior one didn't have, have. this had laughter it had fun but this didn't have that sense of like uh, oh yeah it didn't have that but and I like that I think I like the fact that this movie took on a different tone mm. but did it succeed in telling a good story all the way through no the first act is flawed as fuck it, it's very hard for you to get into a movie that's like here's this planet here's this planet here we are it zipped Let's around to yeah, yeah it didn't quite feel yeah, like exactly. it knew
0: how to knew how to establish the story that it was establishing like, yeah. i and, and have you ever done this where you invent a scene and you go, oh, if they'd had that scene in the movie,
3: they could have saved themselves 20 minutes? <laughs> yes. like They could have even done like an Ocean's Eleven. There's like... a
0: simple version of the beginning of this movie that yes. could easily have I... cut out 20 minutes.
3: John, I agree with you 2 million percent. And the
0: other thing is it's a team that doesn't get together until sort of late in the film. And so you just there's certain characters that you might like to see more of, but, but the nature of what this story is really about, they, these characters don't necessarily pay off in this film. Right. right, But they feel like creations <clears throat> that are built to pay off for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of Dirty Dozen-style sure. adventure is something that you don't really see in the Star Wars world. Know. It reminds me, and I'll, I'll make this comparison uh, probably for my first of several times in this conversation. It reminds me of Marvel. Because Marvel does that. that thing of like this movie's more of a thriller this movie's more of a supernatural this movie's more of a heist film it hits a genre this movie is like a war movie and a little bit of a heist film and a little bit of a desperate men on a mission type thing that's the way it's got to go if they're going to do these little standalone stories they they have to have their own feel how do you guys think gareth edwards did as far as that as far as staking out a feel did it feel like a gareth edwards movie or did it feel like a star
3: wars movie it it feel like both (laughs) it felt like both Go, go, Steve, what are you gonna say? I feel like you haven't said much. I'm just, I, I'm just thinking. so much to say. I'm trying to get my well. What I was going to say together. was, I feel like there was a sense of dread that ha- I had literally have never seen in a Star Wars movie. I'm trying not to spoil how I feel about it, but I was going to say, um, like, given the circumstances, given what was supposed to happen, there's a there's a hopefulness that exists in all the Star Wars movies that this didn't necessarily have. So, like, I'll give you an example. You know how in The um, the Force Awakens you finally get to see on, like, a planetary level what happens to people? Yeah. You hear about it in the movies, but then when you see it happen to the people, you see the people walking around getting burned up, that's an indication of, like, the level of damage that happens. This is even, even smaller scale, and you're seeing what happens on a smaller scale the people that are going through you see dirty stormtroopers you see there's a filth to this movie there's a feel to it that's very different it's not quite as clean and pristine Mm -hmm. and that's a representation of the tone of it so like that to me is what drove me to like it a little more yeah i was like that i like that aspect of it yeah there was a sense of dread to this like it in the first 15 minutes I I leaned over to my girlfriend and if this doesn't give anything away. I hope this doesn't give anything away. And I said,
0: "You have a girlfriend? That's a spoiler." "I have a
3: girlfriend." And I said, "Look, this doesn't make any sense to me. I've never heard about these people ever in the in the history of the Star Wars, whatever. I've never seen them before. This can only This can only have a couple turns. Mhm. I so I had that in my chest for the whole movie. This like uh, something that we've never heard about these people in the future if this is in the past we haven't heard about them in the future we haven't seen their faces on anything we mm-hmm. haven't seen a hologram of these people something terrible is gonna happen along the way to at least some of these people right that's what this movie <clears throat> i've never seen that in a i'd never had that feeling in a star wars movie like large chunks of people are gonna die that are in the main. Story. I, I guess I never had that before. And it's a group effort. Mm-hmm. I just had never had that before. It's something about this that felt, like you said, like a war movie. Where you you know, like, it's almost like titanic or something like that you know they're gonna crash into something something terrible is gonna happen yeah. well how the fuck do these people fit into this story Well, there
0: can't be this many characters if it's a, if it follows the tradition of the men yes. on a mission
3: movie yeah
0: you don't have everybody standing around smiling at the end yes and star wars movies typically don't follow that model and so i think the it tension between man. that expectation of what a war movie men on a mission movie is exactly. and what a star wars movie is it definitely had you watching the movie from the get-go like we on the way to the theater my wife my son and i we all had a prediction uh of who would die and I will say that...
3: I was I was right. I will
0: say that one of us was right, and uh, she doesn't have a penis. Really? <laughs> yes.
3: I, w- I guess the same thing. That I've found, yeah. I guess the same thing, and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been looking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yet. yet. Um, but yeah, I, I think that... I was going to say that this feels like the Ant-Man, the Doctor Strange of this group of movies in the mm-hmm. way that it, it doesn't... It does some service, some fan service a little <clears> bit, <throat> but it really services the idea that, like, this has a message that's a little different. The Force isn't the same thing Mm -hmm. in this
0: movie. There was something they said a lot about Force Awakens, and J.J. Abrams said this a lot, um, that in the aftermath, in the 30 years since, there's there's good and evil, but there's all these gray areas. And I don't think the Force Awakens, by the time it made it to the theaters, I don't think it quite had as much gray in it. I think Rogue One... Has, has got so good, much gray so in much it great, man. and it's like i will say that's one of the takeaways i don't know if that's something Gareth edwards brought i don't know if that's just something that they have ha- as a dict like a dictate from the um from the studio to say let's play around with these degrees of the force mm-hmm. but in this film the force doesn't feel like something that jedis or sith use it feels like just a religion like there's not as much to do with jedis as it is just with the force so what you're saying there about the the openness of that yeah, like that's like a real change and that to me hints at A possible future of where these movies can go that really can be exciting to say that you're watching like, you know, an Imperial who we sort of sympathize. We don't sympathize with Krennic exactly, but we see him as like a hardworking guy who has climbed to a certain point. Yeah. And and then we also see there's a good guy in the film who who is like a a spy by with a real moral ambivalence to him. We see him do a couple things that seem pretty nasty right. and he seems prepared to do something nasty. That that's that is sort of new for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And I think that this movie does it really well. Like I think that's one of the strengths of it is that grayness that it plays with.
3: I liked I liked that a lot. I mean that, that, that like <clears> I said the it having such a shabby sort of beginning made me not think that this was the best movie I had seen, but that was that was a turnoff, but the way that it Kind of rounds up
1: the mm-hmm. way that
3: it presents itself towards the second and third act. It's I'd never seen anything like it. It felt good. I felt good yeah. to see something that felt like I, you could show it to a kid, but it he's gonna that kid's gonna have some questions. Mm-hmm. A kid's gonna be like, "Whoa, well, what does that mean?" Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. This is this is life. Sometimes you these people. It, it's kind of deep too. So I'll tell you how why it fucked with me a little bit too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're coming at a point in our lives as a as a society that like there has to be more group participation to make something happen. And sometimes the sacrifices that we make now, we won't we won't see necessarily. Like you might do something really huge and you might not see the fruits of that effort until you the next generation. Well, they know? say that a you might be fighting something, something
0: like a healthy society is one where where men plant trees whose shade they'll yeah, never sit she, under yeah. characters accepting their kind of role in in the story that they're given and realizing you see the realization on their faces throughout the movie of like what they're up against and yeah. of exactly how unlikely what they're yeah. doing is
3: it's like the force the force as a as a concept was like magic right for mm-hmm. a long time but this proves to me that like the, the force might be a little deeper it might be like a it's spiritual it's like a it's a it's a sinking of sorts like well, a, what
0: they, it's always been that but what these yeah, new movies have it. really hinted at and that has been part of it for a long time and i just don't think they ever made it into the stories that well is that there's a lot of different ways to practice Thor's force awareness yeah. and, and force sensitivity yes, yes, and yes. that we have thought to of the, this binary yeah. as jedi versus sith now the prequels actually did a pretty even though they sucked in a lot of ways yeah. but they did a pretty good job of depicting the jedi as like not the right way right they're good guys but they're not the right way it's a it's an interpretation you know the jedi have this whole thing about ignoring your feelings and all that and you can see how in the end maybe that would work for you because you're not giving into your passions the way the sith do but in the long run i think love and and loving your family and trying to protect them is such a theme in star wars that teaming up and caring about people is what saves the day yeah and so I think that what they're getting away from that binary, like we're not looking at the Jedi as right. the only right way
3: to be a Force practicing person. It's a practice. It's, it's seeing the practice of it is yeah. something that I don't no, think that's I've that's seen. really you yeah. know originally this movie just, supposedly never... had none of that in it. Like, really? and I
0: wonder at what point in the rewrites or the reshoots did they introduce the heavy kind of Force element to this film because it supposedly wasn't wasn't part of it. Like I remember Gareth yeah. Edwards said in the beginning that it was a totally non Jedi oriented film and i th- mm. i think you know they did say they were trying to bring it more in line with the star wars movie with the reshoots i wonder if one of the things they did was they beefed up the force <laughs> i <don't> think
2: so <laughs> yeah. steve
0: yes say a little
2: bit I before don't be- know. say a
3: little bit before we get steve, into spoilers i I'm mean ready. just
2: thinking about like the state i was trying to like break down your little syllabus or whatever yeah. your, your, your breakdown for us <laughs> i don't know like i guess i guess the the idea of going in like the state of star wars is like if i think of it i just think of like the sound of a cash register yeah yes you know like genuinely because i yeah. i do believe in, in disney and like what they've done with marvel and what they do with pixar and just their even their animation storytelling has gotten so much better over the years that it's it's rivaling pixar i think mm-hmm. and i think just seeing star wars fall under that umbrella has been nothing but beneficial for everybody involved yeah i think you know getting these filmmakers that they were getting to do these star wars stories and to do the episodes is really inspired is really big and really grand and going into rogue one me personally like i wasn't super super excited like i was definitely i could not wait for the idea of having a star wars movie every year like that's the yeah. world you said on a past episode like somebody like henry like, understanding, like, this is the world that he lives in now, yeah. that, like, he'll get a Star Wars movie every year until he's And in between, a you're going to get a couple of DC yes. films like and yeah. a couple of Marvel yeah. films. Yeah, Like, it's just, know? that's just the world he's it's in. They, 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 by the time he's driving, there'll have been, like, six, <laughs> you know, seven, eight Star Wars movies out, yeah, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Seriously. That's insane. But yes. I do believe that, like, they're being made to a high standard, and, like, they're really aware of it. And, like, the fact that, you know, I think the first script was, like, Chris, Chris White's did, and then Tony Gilroy came in and did a lot, like... I don't know where that line I think Chris was drawn. White's maybe
0: rewrote Gary Whitta. Somebody.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you don't know like where these where these changes were made, but I do believe that if they set out to make a completely standalone thing and like they did not want to rely too much on like these Star Wars like landmark things like the Force and the lightsabers and Darth Vader and like yeah. things like that that you've seen in the trailers, I do feel like some of that was added in mm. like watching the movie i felt like i could feel it in certain parts of the film yeah where like some of my a couple of my favorite scenes actually that are force heavy <laughs> are scenes that to me felt like they may have been added yeah. in right, right, and it didn't distract me from the movie at all like it didn't make me enjoy the movie any less but i i do feel like i have a, you know and this being the first one this mm-hmm. may change depending on how they handle it's so, these Star Wars stories. It, it, it's so yeah. interesting to know like what is Lucasfilm yes. doing what
0: how are they changing their plans now based on what the reaction to the exactly. movie has been. I'm
2: yeah. very curious to see how it changes these standalone stories and to see what reliance they have on the episodes. But I do feel like I um there's something that, you know, I'm open to these stand standalone stories, but the episodes really are what yeah. have me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So feeling those notes and I like I just I just I felt them, and even though i'm very open to this story and i'm a, I'm a fan of the movie, like I thought it was a lot of fun yeah and i mean and 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 admittedly the last thirty minutes were i mean I felt were awesome, outrageous, yeah, like a thrill ride, yeah mm-hmm. like edge of my seat. All in again, an example of knowing how shit ends. Yeah. Wow, was that exciting? I don't love the last minute, but we'll talk. about uh, yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get, I'm just saying the, the ramp up to no, what, I know what we you know mean. is inevitably ha- yeah. inevitably happening. Yeah. Just how it was handled, the shots being in the Maldives, like those 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 sets in the ocean, mm-hmm. seeing you know imperial troopers like running through the ocean, you know across sand, you know like it felt like a, a like you keep saying like war movie, mm-hmm. fo- the soldiers on the ground, like it truly is that. But then when you, when you, so the the, the amazing thing for me where I felt my body like have that Star Wars reaction are when the rebel fleet comes in Mm
1: -hmm. and you have
2: this whole thing that you're grounded on the ground and you're like in a moment you're thinking, wow, this is like truly like there's sand and there's feet touching ground and there's guns and there's people dying and there's bombs going off and you see a couple, you know, things that are like familiar from other Star Wars movies. But the marriage of those two things, where you see the tie to New Hope, like with this rebel fleet jumping out of light speed mm-hmm. and they're just right there with that Imperial destroyer. yeah, that was like a moment for me. Like yeah. that felt incredible to know that above and below, there's a battle going on yeah, for these yeah. plants mm-hmm. that sets off this entire series of films that we've all grown to love and become obsessed with. Right. Yeah. That moment to me was like the moment in the movie. For no, me. it was huge. You're right. And yeah. it felt amazing the way they set that up and the way they just like the way they tied that above and below idea to the classic yeah. Star that Wars nice. structure of the of like
0: three Three simultaneous action. Yes, it's got the space battle, it's got the ground battle, and it's got the what's happening with the plot. Yes, and I think that that part was very skillfully done, and did feel sort of like okay, this 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 has this movie has led up to this point. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we're we're given this movie. We're all we're all pretty strong on this film. I think it's great. I, I thought it was great. It's almost like a no. It's almost like no shit. They made a good Star Wars yeah. film. Yeah. You know, they they tried hard. Like you said, they're yeah. gonna make. Th- this has been an old saw for me for years now. But whenever I hear someone say, "Oh, they're just pumping these movies out. They're just milking the franchise," it's like, yeah, but it behooves them to milk it well yeah. and yeah, to, yeah. to get to make us happy because they're gonna make many, many hundreds of millions more if they don't burn us out on these properties. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now they've got that yeah. that spot in the calendar. It's coming out every year. Okay, we're not we're gonna keep making them. So how do we not burn people out by making a good movie by getting Period. good talent? Yeah. yeah, like Marvel the. Casting in those films has been so great, and I think that we can expect at this point, like the era of like actors being tapped for Star Wars films, and like that part's still impeccable. I yeah. don't know that Gareth Mads Edwards has Nicholson? the same. I don't think know if Gareth Edwards, Gareth Edwards has quite the same like handle or luck with actors <laughs> right. that say J.J. Abrams yeah. has the warmth he can create. But um, the cast was great, very was, interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we're all we're, we all enjoyed Rogue One, Absolutely. and actually, right now we're going to take a little break to uh, to listen to. We did the same thing we did when we when we watch the sleepaway camp films yeah. we each recorded yeah, the, uh,
2: the logic is if it works for sleepaway camp it's right. got to work for star wars yeah, you got to imagine if,
0: if that's the indication what does that mean there might at some point be a star wars film that's just like footage of the other movies cobbled <laughs> together yeah, yeah. while a woman in a bikini runs around in the woods um i'd watch that but um so we're going to take a little break to hear those voice memos you'll hear us talking about the star wars films before we or was talking about rogue one before we saw it and then you'll hear our reactions as close to I got home from seeing it, and I immediately recorded mine. Mm. So it was my I, I
2: recorded mine driving to and driving from. Oh, see, that's oh, awesome. The cool,
0: cool. So we'll hear that, and then we'll be back for some for some heavy, full spoiler zone uh, about Star Wars mm. uh, Rogue One.
2: Well, I am driving on my way to see Rogue One.
3: Super curious about. Star Wars. It's
2: about an hour or two before I will be seeing it in IMAX 3D. Uh, I wish I could just be seeing it in IMAX. I am not a big 3D person, but, um, you know, I'll make the exception. I'm going with uh, with my wife and son, so it's it's that rare
0: kind of movie event where the whole family is equally excited.
2: You know, I got to say, I'm not, like, I'm not overfilled with anticipation.
3: All these questions, is it going to be a good movie? How is this first side project by Disney and the Star Wars world going to work out? Is this going to set a tone? Will a side story be better than the main story?
0: I'm, I'm intrigued by the notion of a standalone story that doesn't have to support a trilogy or doesn't have to relate to characters that we're
2: familiar with. I am curious to see how well this story is laid out, um, to see how strong the, the, the connective thread is that is, you know, gonna tie into episode four, uh, A New Hope.
3: I try not to watch too many trailers. I didn't want to give away too much. So I'm super excited to see the movie and I hope that it works out.
2: Word is good, trailers are good. I'm very excited and uh, I will definitely touch base after the movie.
0: Whether it will really be beyond just a good popcorn movie is the uh, is the real test all right
1: right, four.
3: oh all right just got finished watching star wars rogue one
2: i honestly don't see how somebody cannot enjoy this star wars story i think i'm still kind of processing
3: i gotta say gareth edwards came through
2: i had a blast watching this movie i thought it was really good slash great this was definitely not bad
3: um even though you know what's gonna happen in the first half an hour of the movie based on where it fits in the timeline of everything in the star wars world you still Emotionally invested in these dynamic characters.
0: As far as characters,
3: I really liked Chirute, Donnie Yin's character, the blind, sort of semi Jedi warrior. And I think that's pretty amazing that we're seeing, uh, you know, uh, an Asian movie star um, that has some range as an actor. Uh,
2: man, so fucking exciting. Some of it, so exciting.
3: Seeing these team members come together to you know, get something accomplished was really cool.
2: But yeah man, I thought it was, was a fucking blast and I'm looking forward to seeing it again and uh, looking forward to talking to you guys about it uh, when we get together to discuss it later.
3: And once the clunkiness of the first act finished it was a great movie. Um, I think that Disney has found something here uh, and I'm curious to see what comes out of it. There were some elements that I I can't wait to dig into with you
2: guys. All
3: right, see ya.
0: So okay, now that everyone's back, we can just say it. Everybody fucking dies. You, you walk <laughs> out of that theater. Bad. You walk out of that theater. I, I looked at the poster. Yeah, it's eight new characters. Every bye bye. Of, every eight one of dead. them dies. Bye bye. Eight dead. And not just like maybe dead. No, dead.
3: Definitively atomized destroyed. in yeah. most cases. Pretty yeah. epic,
0: though. Yeah. Yes. Pretty well so, handled. So, as well handled as that was, mm-hmm. did it bum you out that, say, like, uh, my favorite character, Donnie Yen uh, as Chirut Mway and his buddy Baze, Baze I don't know yeah. his last name, um, but, like, those two characters... I. I feel like I could have watched more with those. I feel like they could have... If this was the first part of a trilogy, I'd be excited to see how those characters pay off. Yeah, I think yeah. Riz Ahmed doesn't get a lot to do in the movie, but his character being kind of an, an imperial defector and having a crazy experience with a mind-reading alien that may have yeah. left him crazy, A, that felt like they kind of lost that idea halfway into the movie. They did. He, it seems like he could have. they could have gotten some laughs out of him occasionally drifting off because he's gone mad or something. Yeah. But anyway, so there's a lot of sort of, I would say cool but underserved characters in this film Mm -hmm. did it did it bug you that say this guy exists to plug in a plug and this guy exists to flip a switch it didn't quite feel like that part of the story was that well worked out in a plot sense absolutely i agree with you visual sense
1: amazing yeah
0: this movie's different because you don't get you can't pretend any other adventures these characters had together which is cool, yeah. But yeah. I wonder how different that is from a marketing standpoint of all the, you know, of coloring books and lunchboxes. Sure. I wonder if that's different because it's like it just should be like a lunchbox with a lot of tombstones on it. You know, right?
3: I think it'll create more hype. I think it'll be like we'll never see these people again. They're so cool. They this were captured in this moment. That's a good point. I think it's gonna heighten the hype. I think it's gonna do something different. It's gonna create this this limited sort of deal where mm-hmm. like you see you saw this this. This story. This this is a
2: limited edition. Yeah, it's a limited edition. These people aren't going to be any other place. Is it foil stamp?
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. It's a hundred million dollar limited edition card that we're going to see, and and I think there's something really cool about that. Like I said, like you were saying, there are some flaws to that idea. There are some weird. I'm not even necessarily saying they're flaws. I'm just saying it's different for for the studio in terms of how
0: do you market this movie, which could be seen as a huge downer to people. Yeah,
3: and I think there's something, like I said, there's that thing that I was saying, that doom, that doom and gloom, that I people don't fuck with that. that. You know, they want things to be nice and clean and I like the idea that it felt a little sloppy when they were trying to solve it because they just got together mm-hmm. they wouldn't have yeah, they a well have thought out plan yeah. it, would, it would be fragmented and shitty and fail a couple oh, times I love them and...
0: hopping on that little ship it wasn't like a big ship yeah. they were all on they were yeah. all barely having room on there yeah. No, I love that
3: I, I like that that I setup. up
2: like... so I like the idea of also just I mean in terms of the whole scope of like existing outside of the episodes like the feeling of this you know everybody dying yeah Mm -hmm. like just even this story can be finite because like this story served a purpose to feed into the main like if you just kind of saw this as like uh a current in the ocean you know this is like one little side thing that feeds into this massive thing like it it starts and ends and that's it you know it doesn't have don't you think there were
0: little subtle things they put in this movie that do connect to like the F- possibilities yeah. for the for the saga. Like, there were things that occurred yeah. in this that I think were, like... I, I mean, I don't even know what they are. I have a couple theories. But, like, that when we watch episode eight or episode nine, we might go, oh, yeah. that yeah. character. I, I, that through line. That I, person. Right, right. That thing. You know? That's
2: totally... Yeah. I, I hope that happens. Yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying more so is, is that this can just... It has its place. No, it's self-contained. in this whole story, or this whole saga, like you're saying, if it shows up in eight or nine or whatever... But it doesn't have to. Right. If it could, that's cool. But I just like I think it's cool that it's like this self contained thing. That's one of the reasons I love that A New Hope. So it's much like is yeah. because it's a
1: story. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Like it's just its own thing that you met a bunch of characters. A lot of them were pretty cool. They made a sacrifice to do this thing that you mm. know had to happen. Yeah. And it was kind of cool how it happened. I think um Oh shit! What it's kind of neat to know
0: that before this big adventure that we saw, that was great and big, there was this other big adventure that like happened and was like based on the way the movie ends with the with the, yeah. the, the blast going off yeah. and wiping everything. It's like it, this was almost like erased from history. Like exactly. these characters yeah. were erased yeah, from history. Right. Absolutely, right? and it does create this like tragic quality to it. Um, yeah. Here's here's I'm gonna you know we're we're back and forth with like positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. I want to say that one of the big negatives to me of this movie is that I think it was a huge... I mean, honestly, I'm still scratching my head going, how did they miss the opportunity? Mm. You've got a Star Wars movie that takes place between three and four. So we're at peak Vader. Yeah, yeah. He's at his badass, I will kill you phase. Um, And a cast of characters that we've just been introduced to, none of whom are going to survive. Is it not a missed opportunity that Vader didn't mow through a few of our heroes? Yes. That Vader didn't land on the beach and come up and have Donnie Yen go up against Vader and maybe hold him off for ten seconds, while Riz Ahmed gets the plug plugged in or something, like to I, me, I, I thought yeah, that feels thing. like a, so such a missed opportunity. And this, like, like, he
2: exists still out in his yeah. own little yeah. thing. Like he's not like like, like, it was weird. like, like this. Like was if all had, him. like that,
0: that part at the end, if he had landed on that beach and we'd been going, what's going on with these? I would have, I would have, I would have gotten upset. That I might have fainted. Because, but as it is, it feels like they kind of robbed those characters of that moment. And they they do we do get a cool great. Thirty-second oh, yeah. scene of Darth yeah. Vader just mowing through some people. Yeah. It was like and that video moment game was incredible. Like yeah. that yeah. moment of it was getting amazing. down the hallway, yeah. getting to the door, that was great, it was thrilling. Yeah. I didn't need what came after. Yeah. I didn't need CGI Leia. I didn't need it to. Because yeah. here's the thing, and this, I guess, I'm getting all my big complaints out of the way here. The Star Wars movies have always started that mm-hmm. opening crawl, that represents. We're throwing you into this story at a point Mm. that you don't know what's going on. We're going to give you a few paragraphs of setup and you're watching what happened a year later or six months later from what you just saw. We have to figure this out. Now the beginning of A New Hope has kind of been diminished as like a, here's where we are in the story. It's now like, well, we saw everything up to five minutes ago or maybe a week ago. We don't know how long this has been going on. But it does feel like now A New Hope feels like it picks up with a cliffhanger rather than picking up with we're just in space And here's this ship. And here's this other ship. Do you know what I mean? It takes away from that kind of mystery of the opening of the movie. Because all the Star Wars movies thus far have begun with some sense of, like, a mystery as to where we are. Right. Now, we know that Episode Eight supposedly picks up right at the end of The Force Awakens. So that'll be a change. Maybe that's just something they've done away with. Maybe there won't be this kind of year gap or two-year gap for the characters between movies that you have to catch up on. Maybe they have broken that rule. Maybe flashbacks and flash forward. Maybe that's just part of the scene now. I don't know.
3: How do you feel about the CGI villain, uh, Tarkin? Grand
0: Moff Tarkin. I think it was a terrible mistake. You
3: think it was a mistake? I think it was a mistake.
0: I think it was on par with Jar Jar or inserting Jabba into the special editions. <laughs> I just feel like it was a big mistake. I feel like, it made honestly, it made me think, okay, these this new team that's working on Star Wars, they've got a good handle on it, yeah. but they're still capable of making those kind Some of weird. potentially movie-ruining mistakes. Now, mm. in this case, it was not, but... If they had left, I Tark- at his If face, they had left like- Tarkin from behind and we saw his reflection, yeah. it would have been awesome. He but having him be like a,
1: gaunt, a, basically like- a
0: CGI cut scene character in in. And it, I also, I think it cut Ben Mendelssohn's performance off because his biggest scenes were opposite an effect rather than an actor. And it, that bugs me. It's still super
3: weird. That big dude, that big dude in the Force Awakens that's in the chair. Well, he's mm-hmm. not a big dude. That's a big hologram. That's a hologram. Who is he? That's Snoke. Who
0: is he though? We don't know anything about Snoke.
3: What if he's—he looks a lot like that dude in the face. You know, they've
0: said looks that we don't know who him. Snoke is yet. They've yeah, said yeah. it's a mystery that we—but that, we've never met who he
3: is. Oh, Okay, he's just not. But a, I
0: that could be obfuscation. You know, yeah. they could be saying that. He's, okay. but they, they claim he's. I was looking character. at his face.
3: I was like, yeah, looks. Literally, like the same person. But that oh bugged me. God. I understand why they did it. I That's understand, CGs is... I
0: understand why they thought Grand Moff Tarkin needed to be part of this story. Yeah. But I think they should have had his underling. Be the person that was the antagonist the for ben Mendelssohn. and yeah. then there should have been the one scene where grand Moff tarkin says i'll be taking the reins i'm yeah. taking credit for your work because that's imperials there's such like yeah. there's such a bitchy little group of people that are always you know stealing credit yeah. but i feel like they they relied way too much on that really questionable effect and it reminds me of when lucas would be like oh,
2: guys i'm pushing the technology forward yeah.
0: i just don't think it's there yet yeah. i think it was a misjudgment
2: I don't, I don't i don't understand how people think it looked good I don't think you should show. I, I literally got into like a Facebook argument with yeah. one of my friends, yeah. like about it. Like he like, what do you think? I was like, oh, I thought it was really good, but like the, the CGI like uh, Tarkin and Leia like really bothered me. What's up with their eyes? They get, like, I don't know. Have, like yeah. how do they? How can they not? The just it's like it's like borderline like Polar Express. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Oh god. Those like dead eyes. It does not belong in. You in, shouldn't show a for It me so that bad. Mm-hmm. I- I'll admit the first the first scene of Tarkin like was, was cool. Was cool. Yeah. But then when you realize that he's actually becoming like a presence in the film and then in the story of the film mm. and how like actually like a fleshed out character in yeah. this movie. Yeah. That was like the more and more I saw it, the <laughs> more I was like, no 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 no. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I know this is a character that they don't have, like, you know, they, they're they not going off of somebody standing in for him that they can base it off of, like, yeah. I feel like they did the Paul Walker stuff in the Fast and Furious yeah. movies, like really well well they
0: recast uh like Mon Mothma I don't know if you yeah, know that character yeah. but I mean they just recast someone who looks like her I feel like I feel like the problem with Tarkin is that we know what he looks like a month later or whatever right exactly in a new hope so they had to do something but I just think that they could have shot around it that the voice actor was enough like him they could oh had, yeah that was or or, or spot how on. about if he's a hologram how about if he's communicating via hologram in a lot of these scenes and we're not as bothered it's by great, the That's you know. it's a great suggestion it just feels like that was a that was but I, I know they were making a it was a bold choice.
2: That That is my And, and it's that like, is the my only large... reason I
0: kind of tip my hat to it is as, as on some... Is that it was at least... it was a, Like, they were trying something bold. They've tried these things. They don't always work. Right. In this case, for me, it really was like, ugh, like hard to look at. Like
3: Yes. It, 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 like Steve was saying, you look at it once, you're like, oh, that's cool. You're like, oh, he's always going to be in this. And they're showing him head on, which, yeah. is, which oh, no. is really Oh, no, full impossible. frame, close-ups. Do not do that. Yeah. Like, I get... Lay a show for a second, keep it moving, but to show a man walking around mm-hmm. with other people what is, what is, but it reminds me of it's like very confident like when they first yeah, when Gollum first hit the scene it's very
0: confident and it was like the best CGI character we'd ever seen yeah. they did show off a little bit with like let's hang on a close up let's look at his eyes and I think that character worked yeah, I haven't seen that did. movie in a few years but or those it does. movies
3: which one I'm sorry I'm saying
0: Gollum it was like a beautiful effect what about Tron uh, that was, you mean the remake of the, Tron the, the, I mean not the remake the, the, the Tron the Legacy
3: that, that was some, they showed him for too long yeah yeah, that's the Tron. It's yeah, the same they showed him for too long, and I was. It like... It made me what? think of Tron actually. Started mm-hmm. moving, or um, <sighs> Robert Downey Jr. Oh, in Civil War, but, that was better.
0: But that was del- see, I I feel like anyone who complains about that effect, it's bullshit because it was supposed to be a simulation. <laughs> I'm
3: trying, man. I'm but tr- it was
0: supposed to be a simulation. That we were supposed to. To me, that was that it was, was
3: supposed to-, to be like a
0: like But that was that was him. That was a virtual simulation. I don't think that. I think that that's fine.
3: I tried. I tried. It was.
0: I think it was. I think it looked off-putting, but it doesn't bother me. It looked fake, but it was supposed to be fake.
3: It's like when you see somebody walk. You know what it is? It's the. It's. It's not necessarily the face all the time. To me, it's the walking.
0: But that was real. But the body was yeah. all there. That the, was Robert Downey Jr. With just like. No,
3: a, I mean like in general, just those CGI people moving yeah. around for longer than. It's, no, you're right. The eyes are no, like, right. the, the eyes are what gets me. Move. They the haven't eyes, gotten the movement. movement. No, the still, it's
0: still too smooth. Yeah, it's, it's still too smooth.
3: <laughs> it's like on rails. And if they
0: motion capture, it's almost worse. Like an animator, I think, yeah. makes a cool decision about what to do with motion. But if motion capture, it is like eerily smooth. Yeah. That just feels like a poor judgment. I wonder again. I wonder when that element was added to the film because it seems like something that they were proud of. Yeah, like it's a surprise. It's not shown in any trailers. You watch the movie Grand Moff Tarkin. You know that's cool. But and it's also it gets into we haven't even broached the the ethical discussion of if an actor who died yeah. when signing the rights to your likeness away meant something different.
3: Ooh. Man, that's and now
0: a... now likeness means something different yeah, we can actually yeah. we can actually re- resurrect Nipleated, you yeah. that's you, weird you
3: may be used forever you may be used in a ride yeah at a at an amusement park you you just never know what iteration of a person is gonna
2: i don't know like the the, the cg part is probably my standalone that's, strongest that's complaint gripe, yeah. yeah like that's probably the strongest gripe i had with the movie
3: that's a i mean like every lot we talked
2: about i i had some issues with it but And and what John hit on was like the biggest thing for me was that I really think that it took away from Ben Mendelsohn's performance. Mm. I mean, I can only assume that it did, or or not allowing him to be the big baddie for the majority of the film. Like you, I'm buying into how bad he is. Um, And I think he was great. Oh, He was, and and like and he was. He he brought that energy. Like Ben
0: Mendelsohn always has. Like this. Like it was different for him. He wasn't playing like a, a a sweaty kind of greasy guy he mm-hmm. was playing a, a oh, different composed, sort of guy
2: like powerful yeah yeah
0: that's mickelson fucking a man he's so good in everything he's so perfect in this especially yeah. that opening scene it really made me sad that like well that's it yeah. like he's he's done with the marvel franchise and with the uh <laughs> yeah, and with the star, star wars. wars franchise you know but Damn. what a year for him yeah you know?
3: seriously I hope that Hannibal comes back in some version of something. I believe that... it
0: will. In this era of things coming back, surely in a couple of years. How
3: can that? How can they ignore that show? Like it's not one of the better ones in the past couple of years. That's a good question. Anyway, yeah. Overall, I. I so it was what? Good.
0: Let's start. Let's start uh, uh, geeking out. Favorite, favorite bit. Favorite characters. Favorite stuff. Like what's what's some things that you just love.
3: Donnie and everything. Donnie yeah. and it was great.
2: <laughs> I love the scene walking up to the switch, like the whatever he was saying. I am with the force, and the force is with me, or something yeah. like that, yeah. that. That was like, and then, and then Bay's starting to say it himself after he sees what happened. Like, yeah, that scene was great, beautiful, beautiful scene. I liked k 2 sl or k 2 Yeah, he was. I mean, Alan Tudyk. I, I love the voice acting that he did. Honestly,
0: what they did with him was surprising because it looked like they were building up to a very funny gag that I could see coming, and I was looking forward to it, mm. which was Cassian and Jen coming out. And he's been at that console, yeah. and there's just a, a pile, pile of, like, of 12 stormtroopers there. Yeah. And they're like, are you okay? And he's like, looks at, the, I mean, you can almost see the gag coming. Yeah. And then when they come in, and they just boom, boom, and there's one blast, and it's like, oh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. And then, boom, and then falls down, and then we see the light. I mean, they want it to be like, no, we're, we want you to be sure. A robot just died. Yeah, yeah. You care, don't you, asshole? You know? Yeah. I really did feel like, and that was when it was like... Oh, and then I thought back to that ride on the way to the theater when we were t- Henry and I were trying to figure out who was going to live and who was going to die and then Nikki said, I think they're all going to die.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like I was like, damn it. Yeah. Damn it, her tossed off flipping answer turned <laughs> out to be the right answer because it really was like, oh shit, one by one and then yeah. and then you saw them each fulfill the one little thing they had to do for everything to work yeah. and then it and then they went. And again, a part of me wishes we got a little bit more swashbuckling, a little bit yeah. more yeah, adventure for those characters, especially Donnie Ian. I just loved what so- he brought.
3: And his partner. Yeah. So good. No, the man. relationship between the two of them was great. Seeing and, him move around with that big gun. Just like, his...
2: yeah, the, the polar opposites of one another. Yeah, was, yeah, but yet still both in different ways believing in the force. Yeah, the little bromance was, was cool. Yeah. I actually would, I, I kind of, I did wish we had learned more about Bodhi.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: like, I
2: just, like, I thought it
0: would have been... I heard he was a character that was really altered over the course. Like, that, there was, a, there was an envisioning of what he would be. And that I don't know if it was the reshoots or if it was one of the screenwriters that came on that that character changed maybe the most in the course of the
2: writing of the film. I just think the idea of like a defector like ties so nicely into also his
0: relationship with uh, with Galen Orson. The fact that they seem to have like if almost if you had an
2: impression on him, right? Yeah, no, I don't know. Like I just felt like it was kind of I I thought they were going to talk more about what made him defect defect just like kind of you don't really get it all like how can we trust you now and what made you defect and all that right well yeah i just i that's that's like two instances in two new star wars films where they've had imperial employees doing huge you know like him and finn turning you know and and going to the other side like i just want to see more motivation of why (laughs) like what like what i mean I can know why, but yeah. I want to see it. Right. You know, tell me more about, and I'm sure we'll hear more about Finn, but like, you know, I just think it was kind of like an interesting, I was more interested in him than like Cassian. And I was, I don't know, I wanted to know more about Bodhi. Um, but standouts to me, K2SO, uh, Donnie Yen, yeah. Bays, and... Those are my th- favorites I mean, too. they were just great. Mm-hmm. Um, the darth vader scene at the end yes. like we already referenced mm-hmm. was fucking incredible
3: it's like a video game like it
2: literally like... it was like you see that dark corner and you mm-hmm. fucking see that red lightsaber <laughs> light up and that's that that's that like note of that episode it's like you just even though you can have this movie that exists at its own thing there's a lot of there's like service being paid to hearing that if lightsaber that was the only up. part
0: he was in the movie it would have been fine too like you know what i mean yeah. We don't need to see the conversation the with conversation credit. necessarily yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say about that, talking about little geek things that, and this is where I'll get into my theory about the future of, mm-hmm. the, of the saga. Um, one of the things we saw in this movie that has been talked about since Empire, Empire but they never got into one of the movies, is Darth Vader's castle. Right. Mm. Like that was something that was in the original script for Empire Strikes Back that he would be sitting in his castle and you would get the indication that he had people that worked for him that weren't Imperial. Mm. and i feel like this definitely gave you that feel that dude with like the cloak and the hood that was coming down the hall did not seem like an imperial he seemed like some sort of sith devotee to darth vader yeah so this notion that there's like a cult of darth vader that that hangs out in this castle could that be like the origin of the knights Knights of of ren Ren, yeah could could a focal point of episode 8 be kylo ren and snoke going to that castle to get some like it opens the door to Darth Vader had some other shit going on that we don't know about it's a way to keep that Darth Vader character alive going forward mm. if we discover more about his his motivations what was he doing when he wasn't the the you know working for the empire was did he have his own little thing going on up there i mean that that was just an opening that was, that, that is that really feels like interesting. a door opening really, to something yeah. really cool that i was like oh that would be neat because what is kylo ren if not a guy who worships Darth Vader yeah. what if this whole knights of ren thing what if they're all Darth Vader worshipers and what if that was begun while Damn.
2: Darth Vader was still alive not something that happened in his Yeah it's death. interesting like to think about like seeing episode 4 and like you know you, at that point you you see him tied to the like imperial to the death star yeah. or, you know and he's always in those he's in those environments like yeah. you don't see him at that like, vo- that like castle on a volcano, which or feels whatever. like it's
0: a lava, on the lava planet. Is that? Did that say know. it was Mustafar? Is that, is that the same remember, planet yeah. where he battled uh, Obi Wan? See, I don't know. I don't either. remember.
3: How do people function on those planets? I don't know. It's so funny. It's the, what, the, how does anything built on yeah. a volcano planet? It's like there's no, nothing but lava and very few pieces of land. Seeing these planets, I'm like, how do Did we... you try to apply logic to this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a Death Star,
0: a planet destroyer.
2: But has the Death Star ever? How does he more live? Like, like imposing the size oh, of it yeah. on the horizon. Oh, the shot, the shots in the trailer where you think it's like a star, like stars, yeah. and it's just like the the shadow and yeah. slowly revealing, and it coming out of so hyperspace. A... Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's just like, oh, what shit. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> This huge yeah. thing
3: eclipsing. Ugh, it's fucking amazing. It's a good movie, man.
2: So, no, I thought it was a lot of fun, yeah. and I, and I even love to get back to like the the aerial battles. Mm-hmm. I love that like that ram ship pushing the yeah the mm-hmm. down destroyer into yeah. the other destroyer.
3: Yeah, what? I never no, that was something amazing. we haven't seen before. That, that was, was something amazing. We I never seen. thought of that. I was like, what if they? I, I never. It's thought just down. It's just yeah. floating. Yeah. yeah.
2: So just, we're gonna just use it as like <laughs> a ramming tool. Yeah. And like crashed. genius. Oh, that was I so also cool. liked
0: the they used unused footage of oh, characters the, from And You right, Hope the dogfight at the end so some of those guys in the dogfight were characters were the same actor same everything just different background different background that they used so like it creates this continuity between oh, Rogue Squadron Jesus or Red Christ. Squadron or whatever you know like in this and like film.
2: the one that goes down that Luke takes over the call for Yeah, yeah. I read that that's pretty freaking yeah. cool
0: and also is is that the guy with the mustache who was, was kind of a there's the that the, oh, was Blue Leader actually blue the guy Leader. in the blue like yeah. that guy was like perfect like 70s looking casting the mustache I kept thinking he
2: looked like Daniel Craig for I kept thinking he was somebody was like, Is that Daniel Craig yeah. again but I love the way he became like he was the perfect and
0: I think now they know that they're doing this where yeah. they're like let's have a character in a couple scenes give him one line give him a death where you notice it, where he mm. goes, ah, you know, and then, and okay, action figure. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that just made me so nostalgic for when I was a kid and there would be some weird action figure of a character that was barely in the movies, but you could yeah. create a story for him. That guy felt like a character who he, has had
2: a backstory already. He's yeah. been working with the rebellion. He's been doing his thing. They, he's, on, he's on house of cards. Really? You know, the, the artist that Claire always has like the affair with. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. That's
2: that dude. I oh. not recognize him. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, that's was, That's him
0: i'm sure there were seeds they planted in this film that will pay off in other films even if there's not a direct sequel but what i like is that there's not even a way to sneak a backdoor stealth survivor out of those characters they all you know what
2: what not a survivor but did you hear that the only character yes okay what only
0: one actor was signed to another film who uh felicity jones
2: oh so there's like speculation that she could pop up in a flashback or the she other, could be in another oh, scene or something okay, you know flashback that. or in the other anthology yeah, movies
0: like that there could be a, a like there could oh, if like it's it set be like, you know like, if it's set in the right era to do that right right So what did you guys think I will say this and I don't even really want to blame the actor i I'm we haven't talked much about Gareth Edwards record with characters mm-hmm. and why like Godzilla is yeah. is 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 loved for its for its visuals and its sense of scope and but not for its characters, not for its human story. How much do we want to blame that and how much do we want to blame just weird line readings? I feel like Diego Luna,
2: I don't I didn't like him in he the He was yet. like he had a
0: few good moments, but they had more to do with face acting. His line readings, there was something about that character that just didn't didn't click for me, didn't pop for me. It felt like that there was something, I don't know if it felt like a first take kind of thing mm-hmm. it
2: you're dude you're so right it just felt it like really didn't really They're there. Very choppy
0: because a character that really was interesting on i mean of of the characters in the story one of the ones who's got the most interesting kind of crisis going oh, yeah. on. Inside. talk about that gray area yeah. yeah yeah like when he kills the informant in the first scene we see him and it really was a surprise i don't yeah, think definitely. it was particularly well executed but it was a surprise and that whole question of whether he's going to kill uh galen uh, you know when the when the chips are down or whether he's going to do something else to maybe impair the mission that everyone thinks they're on. You right. know? Yeah. I thought maybe I thought maybe he was gonna be a like a turncoat towards the end and he was gonna have a moment where he kills somebody doing something right wow. or something. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. But um yeah. yeah. I you guys seem to be agreeing with me. Oh, was... There were just several moments where it felt like yeah. like
3: I love that there were a ton of accents. Mm-hmm. I love that they weren't all like British. They, they felt very different. Like mm-hmm. his accent was very different than Riz's, which was very different than... Uh, what the fuck was Forrest Whitaker's accent? I don't... I was going to say, I don't know what that accent was. was I don't just, know that he does accents very well. I love that it was a thing. <laughs> I love that it was something. Yeah. It was something. Yeah. Because yeah. he in,
0: like in, in The Arrival, he had a weird accent too that started off sounding like uh, South American and ended up sounding like boston or I so, like i don't know i just think yeah. he might be a weird a i think weird... he's one of those actors who makes choices and and people sign him up because they want forrest whitaker yeah. you know and, and no one's gonna he's a say great actor man i no was gonna say no like, forrest whitaker you're doing too much so. it's
3: it's almost like he should have done with with denzel essentially started doing which was like no accents after yeah. a while he's just like <laughs> Fuck, I, i'm not the best at them i'm just gonna stick to
2: did you listen to the uh awards chatter episode with ben mendelson
3: no He was talking
2: about doing accents and how like he uh, I forget which movie it was in. I didn't must see that. But one. like it might have been oh it was that one with uh Brad Pitt, um the gangster oh god damn it. Uh oh my god, I'm like blanking out right now. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Uh... Brad Pitt two years ago. Kill ben Mendel, him softly. Kill him softly, thank you. That that movie was like I think the first time he was like really challenged with doing mm. an American accent and like how it was one of the most like life checking things he did he had done like he was like you know he's like i'm very competent in what i felt like i could do i had like a a handle on things and having to do that like i think was like a really like like a check like oh shit like i don't do accents well (laughs) like this is a problem (laughs) and then i think eventually either like he didn't do the accent or it was either that or a place beyond the pines one of the two he just like couldn't he like they decided that he wasn't going to do the accent in, in the movie like oh yeah, yeah on one of the ones he like did, didn't do it well and the next one he shot they were like just go ahead and
3: speak australian or whatever yeah, yeah. just stick you know? to, it it gets weird it gets
2: weird yeah i don't know i i didn't i didn't really like the cassian character or just the performance what did you think about the score i thought it was so different michael Giancino.
3: Yeah.
0: i felt like there was something kind of like it was it had some cool moments but it kept feeling like he took John Williams themes and then would just like change one note or like there would be like a distorted note or a
1: discordant mm. note
0: and the, and I I I don't know that it quite like I kept missing the John Williams theme that he was kind of riffing on yep. but it wasn't quite enough of its own new thing to really feel like a great score so it felt like a very referential score and yeah. it fit in perfectly with if it's episode 3.5, sort of, it fits in perfectly with what was going on musically there, but I don't know that it staked out any new territory or a new melody or anything that really sticks with me. In fact, to the extent that when this movie begins, we go from that cold open where Saw finds her in the hole and it goes to the title. The title was different. It was like letter it was like a, a, an outline was letter font, man. and the music was like bum 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 it sounded like a
2: parody of star wars it didn't feel like <laughs> it's just, like it's like t- just touching it but and it then felt like, like <laughs> within 30 seconds you know seconds, this though, but it's not that it's
0: yeah. like it it didn't it like here's the title and here's the music and i was like this doesn't feel like star wars this no. feels like a satire of yeah, star wars i this hated that like, font this
3: f- i hated the font yeah. that they used for rogue one yeah it was really it weird it felt like it wasn't full enough it wasn't full it enough. felt very like very slender lettering yeah for yeah. for the filling up the screen and it yeah. didn't. Also felt like there were scenes where they were going through the uh the sand that felt very tribal. Mm-hmm. Like almost too on the nose. Like it was yeah. like very like tribal mm-hmm. and it felt too on the nose for the place that they were in. Like they're like, This is an exotic place. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an exotic beat. This it felt too on the nose, but I was curious what you... I just. I meant to
2: mention it earlier, but yeah. the, this, the music kind of... I didn't like, hate it, but it was... Kind of distracted me a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, there would be
0: moments where it was like... There were certain moments where I was like, oh, that's that theme. And then it's like, no, that's not that theme. But that's kind of weird. That but it's almost like, a couple I, notes.
2: like... Do we have to measure it against the episodes? It's almost like mm. are it being too harsh to compare it. But I think if he didn't touch those themes and like... you know what yeah. I mean? Like if he didn't touch some of the John yeah. Williams that sound familiar, like you almost get to the... You get to these swells, and you're like, oh, there's the theme, and then to change a note. Yeah. Like, maybe just don't use them at all. Right. Like, do something completely I think, different. I think that you, what you're
1: saying
0: I, is true, but it's a good point, Steve, that we are being a little hard on it by comparing, but... It begs for the comparison. And so it's like the problem in the question they must have every step of the way is how much do we throw back? How much do we change? Sure. I think this movie, as much as it does something different, and I think we're all responding to the ways that it feels different, but it also feels like maybe there was on some level some timidness about how different it could be. Yeah. Down to the fact that they throw in C3PO and R2D2. Right. I now, it, now they might be there,
3: I but it,
1: I
0: feel like honestly, I really do think that they <coughs> they know that thus far they've been in every movie and they oh, didn't totally. they didn't yeah, they might break from that at some point. There may be no way to not break from that at some point, but I'm just thinking like they just were like, oh, let's throw them in for one shot because we don't we're not ready to make that decision." Now, I don't know if the Han Solo film that's coming out in 2018. Have they figured out a way to work them in for a shot, or, or not? <laughs> but that to me feels like the real line in the sand because yeah. if they wedge them into that one, then that's them saying, yeah, we're going to put them in every Star Wars movie. So that so that one that, day, that, that might have been
2: the... like a line in the contract when they bought. Well, right. Well, like, no, the yeah. answer
0: to the trivia question: What yeah. two characters have been in every Star At Wars War, film? War. I think now. Like, so I feel like whether they want them in every movie or not, they have to be aware right. of that. So that's got to be on the big whiteboard in the story yeah. room. Like, Must are they, they going to be in this one? How okay. do we make? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) how do we put them in there are we going to just jam them in in at the end I hope they don't I hope they don't like I would love to see the Han Solo film actually take off in a totally different direction but I don't know I mean they they have a story that one actually exists like Rogue One was one that had been around as an idea for a while Um, uh, but the Han Solo movie exists because they asked Lawrence Kasdan they said after doing Force Awakens, they said, oh, We're doing right. these standalone that. movies. Yep. What character would you like to do a standalone movie with? And he was like, That's easy, Han Solo. Wow. Because mm. he's the funniest character and I like writing him. Um and so th- I think that movie exists partially because Lawrence Kasden wanted to write a Han Solo film. So it sure. might not be it might not fit into this this overarching plan of like, what are they doing with these movies? You know, that might just be that sounds like a good idea. If Florence Kasdan is writing it, totally, you know? totally. Um, so I don't know, but that's interesting to know. Like, how much, how much are the side movies, the Star Wars stories, going to tell their own kind of saga? How much is that going to be its own kind of thing? I think they're going to make plenty of money on this movie, so it's not like they're going to be they're going to be retreating to the notion of the saga. But it does seem like if what we've heard about the reshoots is true, that the people behind these movies are also nervous about what is Star Wars without. The Skywalker family, without Jedi, without this kind yeah. of good versus evil thing. So,
2: yeah. and it seems like this one, the for the most of of what's been discussed of what will happen, like the Han Solo one, like it had the least to rely on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like that's in very terms true. of knowing where its place is in the universe. Like, sure, like if you know Episode Four and you know the plans of the Death Star, like you get where it falls. But like you're not anchoring this movie on anybody that anybody recognizes mm-hmm. you know where you have a han solo film people are curious like what was a han solo like yeah. right you know so they don't they may not need to like if there's an anchor that is like enough to be its own thing i'd be curious if they let it be its own thing mm-hmm. and not like have these like places where they tie into the well like the fan service
0: part of it is weird because yeah. like there was a moment in this film that i'm still trying to puzzle out how it could even be they run into on Jetta. Oh. They run into, uh, I always knew him as Walrus Man, and the other guy is Fucked Up Nose Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure those characters have names and backstories that I just don't know about. But they ran into them on Jeddah, and is is dust. Blown up 20 minutes later. Either 20 minutes or maybe an hour or two or maybe a day. It's not clear because they get captured in there. Oh, yeah, then she goes up the saw. So it's not clear, but it does feel like those guys must have been on their way to Tatooine when we saw them.
3: Like, immediately leave Because
0: otherwise they couldn't be in the cantina, you know. Bumped
3: into them, got into it, left. Right. Maybe.
0: Because that's that's an example of the kind of fan service that I just don't need. But it didn't bother me until I thought about the... At least that was guys with masks on. Even the walrus face was a much, like a much bigger walrus face it seemed like and the other guy was a too skinny like he gained some serious weight in the next in the yeah. next month or whatever but that kind of thing just feels like when they're thinking about how to wedge something in but they're not thinking about how it makes sense yeah. that worries me a little bit but not enough to go uh, this is going in the wrong direction I think that all the concerns we've talked about even though I think that the Grand Moff Tarkin CGI thing was a bad decision I don't think we're talking about movies that it does not feel dire. It does not feel like right. this is not like the, another prequel or an, a, a no
3: worrisome way. film. Not no even close.
2: Cool. I'm just thinking about what you said earlier. If Darth Vader had the opportunity to kill one of these characters, I would love to see that. Yeah. Wow, that it does feel like a really big miss. Yeah.
0: Just like they're they're busting ass, they're killing stormtroopers left and right, and then boom, that's that's the, that's the yeah. stop. Yeah,
3: he's throwing Damn. his lightsaber at people.
2: Yeah. <sighs> That was awesome, man. I was that like, was amazing. also
0: to see him. I mean, frankly, to see him react to the existence of Donnie Yen's character, this guy who yeah. believes in the Force but doesn't seem to have any real command over it or something. Like it would have added like a tragic element to that character, just in like, terms of scale. Of scale, oh, yeah. like yeah, you're this guy who's like you're you believe in this, but you you're not prepared for the real and, thing. And
2: and also considering that like we've just both agreed like that scene, like that belief yeah. in it. Was like the strongest scene, and to see this like Vader character come and just squash it, yeah, would have been so much of a perspective check for us. It would have yeah. been, that Wow, they fucking missed that train. Mm-hmm. That would have been really cool. Wow. Maybe right.
3: it's on like the. Maybe
2: there's some reason why, based on the way they integrated. Yeah, the other thing Vader I'm thinking about movie, is just that, do it. Yeah. The other thing I think about is just the fact that he exists outside of this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And he just kind of learns of it at the end and steps in and makes that little bit happen that quick. Mm-hmm. I can buy that too. I'm just yeah. saying like in terms of just visually and thematically the idea of the force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, of this yeah, that would have been really I liked his little cool. reveal
0: about the the force uh, behaves differently around someone who's about to kill. I thought that yeah. was a neat neat concept. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all agreed like it's definitely they've succeeded. In, well, in, okay.
0: In I said I would probably refer to Marvel again. I feel like this is the Marvelization, the Disneyization of Star Wars. Yeah. That, like, as as good or bad as it is, you're going to go see these movies, and you are going to feel there's some part of you that is going to be thinking about the next one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's just the nature of the beast. If this mm-hmm. is sure. the first Star Wars film that felt like. Oh, it's another Star Wars film, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but yeah, I do yeah. feel like when I left, I was like, "Well, that was another Star Wars film, cool." Like it yeah. didn't have that, like, <sighs> like yeah. I was breathless after the Force Awakens. Awakens
3: definitely yeah. had that feeling after, and, and
0: I would say there, are, I have there are problems with Force Awakens that still bug me to this day. But something about the the emotion with which that movie was delivered, and the yeah. fact that so many people seem to want to ding it, I don't know. I just don't. There's there's a lot of hate for Force Awakens out there, really a lot of people hate the J.J. they hate how derivative it was of the original movies but I feel like you can't
1: I think, I think you Fucking can't assholes. I think you can't
0: resuscitate this saga without a little bit yeah. of cheese a little bit of hope no pun intended but yeah. like I, I think you have to start it off this way you have to do what they did I think that if episode 8 retreads that's then, a problem then that'll be a problem yeah but episode yeah. 7 had to like dip episode us back 8
2: in. is gonna be so good i it know is. i'm so excited it's gonna be so ryan johnson see... is the perfect person to make that film yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a good movie. i absolutely cannot wait for episode 8 well especially
0: after seeing how gareth edwards gareth edwards got adapted to his star Warsness, Definitely. you know Definitely. knowing what ryan johnson is capable of i almost feel good. like he's gonna be the guy who can push star wars to this new level and take himself to this new level absolutely whereas J.J. Abrams is kind of already operating at that, at that level yeah. and I don't think Gareth Edwards would ever really truly be at that level in a way like I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to tell stories that connect with people's hearts that way um, but I still think he's fascinating And I've like everything he said if you've read interviews with him he says he sounds like he's got a really good like I think he's really glad to be part of this Absolutely, part of this thing Yeah, yeah. and I think everyone who joined in knowing that they were going to be part of kind of a one-off I like that spirit I like that idea that Donnie Yen is like oh I get to be I get to be in a star wars film and i get to be this awesome thing absolutely and i'm not signing my life away for the next six yeah. six yeah. movies or something i do think I that it's love unique Don in that way. yeah, yeah
3: donnie yen's like been kind of harping <laughs> on the idea that they've been choosing martial arts stars to be in these movies and it's purposeful because it's there's the hand-to-hand element that we haven't seen quite as much in this world that i love
2: you know that also is that's international casting yeah. it is oh my
3: god oh no, that's insane. i didn't think about that's that
2: that's insane I did mean, you like ever that watch that video i sent to you guys Mm-mm. about we'll the china china box office mm-hmm. that video i think i don't know if it was like vox or somebody it was talking mm-hmm. about how like movies are made now like with product placement in it to mm-hmm. appeal to the chinese market or actors being cast
3: people are gonna go nuts about i'm I mean, saying and like and just
2: man. or just not even just that country but like or that just international casting yeah you know there's oh, diversity difference. in one way but then international and then other like yeah. that that will make that movie that much bigger in that market. Well, Star Wars is perfect for it because Absolutely.
0: it's so, not so it's so not true. there's no China, there's no America, there's no Russia, there's none of that. Like within the Marvel world, they they they've done that with like casting, like having a scene or two that's in the version that's released in China yeah, that yep. has Chinese actors. Yep. That feels like so much more of a marketing thing. With Star Wars yeah. it can be so much more organic yeah. because the, it's like you said Ronald, it's this great diverse cast, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um
2: yeah. So yeah, go see Rogue One. No, yeah, obviously people it. are going to yeah. go see it, yeah. and <laughs> see it. It's kind of uh
0: it's it's schmovie proof. Yeah. But we happen to like it too and I've already I have to say I've already plotted my course back to the theater to Me see, it yeah. I gotta see it a second time. I got to see it a second. time Henry and I are both like we're going to see it again, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, it just feels right. It just feels it's fun to go see a Star Wars movie on the big screen. And yeah. and I also oh, so there's true. I don't think there's so one much, I haven't so see, well, the prequels I didn't. But of this <laughs> of the five that I love, uh, uh, you know, I can't imagine not seeing it one more time at least while it's giant, sure, yeah, giant definitely. and loud in my face.
3: <laughs> Looking forward to seeing yeah. it again. I bought tickets already. I just had it. It was sleep the day I was trying to go. Okay, yeah. That said, I I saw it Friday. Tried to go see it on Saturday, but it
0: wasn't packed. I will say this movie's got a cooler reception. I did read something about how it had like a forty-seven percent differential between it and force awakens in terms of the box office for like the early like up through friday it was 47 percent lower yeah
2: but it's still huge oh. The force awakens was monstrous was, yes insane so mm. do we think
0: episode eight is even going to touch that or do you think it's settled know. now
2: i don't i don't know that it's gonna t- i don't oh man okay I but think,
0: okay but picture this I the trailers that... for episode eight are gonna have luke skywalker oh my God, doing some right. cool shit yeah, they have to have an element. What's going that's on going with on. Him, They're know? gonna
3: have to have an element that stands out like that. They're gonna have to have a real strong like this is Luke's doing some crazy like yeah. he.
2: I don't know though. I I think that that seven was a very special thing. Yeah, By, like just I'm just talking like
3: yeah, income. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like
2: it was like a it was like a experience like again to be lined up outside of a movie theater, outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the cold. You know, like not well, I in a sitting hallway.
0: down to see it. Yeah. and, like looking up and down the aisle and it's like packed and everybody was like. Yeah, you know, I think it was like a
2: spe- and you know what it, a special thing with
0: Rogue One, it was true. Like in the opening that opening that we've talked about, um, it was there was like there was a lot of kind of silent. Like I felt like the crowd was like not quite with it yet. Yeah, no, and it took yeah. about a half hour for them it to get a while, with Okay, so how about if the movie had started? How about if we had that cold open, and then title, and then. Uh, Jen Erso is in a cell and someone comes and gets her and says "All right." and we find out that she's a a rebel she's with the rebellion but she's been like a deserter she's gone AWOL she's done all these little side things and that's why she's in prison but they're like your dad is the dude that invented this Death Star we need you to go get the plans from him here's your team
2: and they just jump right into it boom yeah or,
0: or like pick your team yeah, right. and then she goes well I've done all these little things I know a guy who could do this I know someone who can do this I know someone who can do this. still have somebody join because they're yeah. they're along the way somebody but, but that could in. have been 10 minutes in rather than 40 minutes yeah. in because yeah. I feel true. like they really made that part it felt complicated it I don't think in the back I don't think looking back on it it needed to be as complicated as it was I My... don't think it was because they had some complicated shit they had to get across I think they just kind of started the story at an odd point Yeah, you know
3: my issue with science fiction in general is making things complicated that you don't know about. Yeah, I, I've never seen a ship before, so like, don't complicate it. That, mm-hmm. Don't make it crazy for me. Yeah. Don't make right. the, the mm-hmm. politics of it crazy. Simplify it so that I can imagine it very quickly and move on. Yeah. So
0: what were, where were all those and it, lines and shots that weren't? In the, movie. in the movie yeah it's, I think maybe this movie just was tinkered with so much because The Force Awakens had that too yeah but it got so tinkered with some of the biggest moments from the trailers weren't in the film there's right. that
2: great shot of her in the yeah in the costume like with the black and the light yeah. behind her like that wasn't in the movie nor was her going across the catwalk and there's a
1: tie yeah. fighter yep. up oh, there. Yep. Yeah, yeah
2: nor
0: is uh, Krennic walking across the beach and his coat cape trailing in the behind water it, yeah nor is the line "I rebel" or "rebel." I don't think was in the movie. Oh. I don't think her saying no. "no."
3: Jesus, man, they cut a lot. Yeah, cut a but lot I mean, up. I think
0: what they did is they reshot a lot, and yeah. they just didn't end up using it. But you think uh, they're
3: gonna have like a definitely an addition with a you know? Here's the thing, though, stuff.
0: they will. But because it's under Disney, just about every Disney movie that comes out, just about every Marvel movie that comes out could have a really interesting making of documentary because there's so much development. There's yeah. so much then we fired the cast and brought in new people. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's been kicking around for eight years. There's such an interesting development story that mm. each one of these movies could have. But Disney doesn't do that. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. They like to imagine that it was like farted out of Walt Disney's frozen <laughs> asshole <laughs> or something do. like that. Like they like to imagine that's magic that yeah. created this. I don't think because like The Force Awakens in particular, I really wanted to hear about like Harrison Ford's injury, all the writers they brought through. but the Wasn't do-
2: there some book that was supposed to come out? And it got scuttled. Right, yeah. it, got, it got cut. And yeah. I don't know if it was right.
0: like, but while we're in the midst of this, we don't want you revealing things we thought about including that right. we might still use. But it just feels like Disney does not want the and words right. and all.
2: You're absolutely right.
0: With that in mind, we may never know the inside story of this, or at least it might be 20 years till a coffee table book comes out.
2: Like you said, Star Wars is... And Star Wars is back. Is, is,
0: is, is
3: alive and well. Yeah. Yeah. This felt like a, a, a unpacking because it was a lot. It was a lot of feelings I had about it, and that I, I don't think I ever felt this way about something. Oh I think in this, I think this talking world. about, I mean, I think sometimes doing this show
0: makes it different because I definitely was feeling like, oh man, we got to we got to talk about we Star talk Wars. About it. and I we haven't really been on the our message thread. We haven't been sharing any thoughts about it, you know, so I think this was fun. This was very cathartic. I I felt like I was
2: trying to like catch on and be like, maybe they don't want to talk about it. I'm I'm not going to be
0: the
3: guy that initiates it. Oh, no,
0: I I just meant before we've all seen it, I didn't want you to say the ending's unreal or something because then I might be thinking like, oh, what, you know. I knew better.
3: Yeah. I respect that. I, I appreciate you not yeah, doing man, that to no me because I wanted I, to. If no, you I wanted to know. Me, I, I wanted tried, it to be like guys,
2: yeah. Darth <laughs> Vader guys. <laughs> Gosh, he's you, you're like the two that I would be like texting first. I'm like, yeah. who do I text? Yeah. Aaron didn't. Aaron didn't see it with me, yeah. so I'm literally <laughs> driving home alone from yeah. from a Rogue One. Like, Shit. I need to talk about Darth Vader. Well, what was funny about it is it was
0: tiered. It's like you saw yeah. it on Wednesday, yeah. Ronald saw it on Thursday, and I saw it on Friday. And we were about to leave for the theater on Friday and I had this moment of, for some reason Fandango did not email me a notification so I had to go to the site and log in Mm -hmm. and see where it said your purchase tickets. But I was like, did I get to that last screen and not click purchase or something? Yeah. Oh because then we were looking at like, oh, what are the best seats that are left? Or like when's the next yeah. screening? And as it turns yeah. out, it wasn't so packed that it would have been uh, right. difficult. But at the time I was like, are we gonna be like and then the next morning it was like hailing and sleeting. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so glad we're not l- rushing out to go see a movie right now. But I did have yeah. this moment of guys, I may have fucked up. <laughs> you know, I've been saying we had good seats at the 7 p.m. on Friday. Dang. Uh, but it really wasn't that crazy. I mean, I guess oh, the okay. fact that there's a screening yeah, they... there's a screening every 45 minutes minutes yeah, they like, yeah so many screens yeah. so that's another thing that's different from from episode seven episode yeah. seven so it felt screens. like everybody was trying to get out ASAP. episode seven was special
2: was so special mm-hmm. it I, was going we Aaron and i went to a matinee on like friday or saturday and, bef- and it's like the first show mm-hmm. and the movie theater's not even open yet and there's a line outside around the movie theater yeah that hasn't happened I don't know if that's ever happened to yeah. me, where I'm lined out outside the movie theater because you just can't get in to yeah. line up inside. Mm-hmm. And even then, like when we walked out, you just see this. There's like these arteries of people lined up throughout. They're trying to figure out how to line yeah. every half an hour showing up in in the little hallways. You're Like, what line are you in? What line? What time is that? <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is like a special thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It had the most approved thing. I think it had the it's most approval so- of mm-hmm. any of the movies. It had the most approval, mm. even the prequels. This, because the prequels were had... coming
0: back when there was nothing but Goodwill yes. for Star Wars. Yes, yes. The Force oh, Awakens had, yeah. yeah. for had to answer for the prequels. It had to.
3: Now, I'm a little afraid, like I guess what we were talking about, that hate, I mean, just because it's established what it is mm-hmm. through these two movies, that people will feel like, oh, I'll, I'll just, whenever I see it is when I see it. I'm a little afraid of that. Like well, the,
0: I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But you I know? mean, think about the fact that the Marvel movies still have a usually a a big release usually have a big weekend and they so i feel like star wars is just bigger than that i just don't want people to get exhausted i don't think i I don't want them to i think once a year is not that crazy of uh, of a demand i think think the marvel
2: things you get like two year, two a year three a
0: year but with that being sort of like an ongoing story it almost makes more sense i mean it it works but i do think that you can't get excited about every one of those movies coming out the way you can maybe a star wars movie because it gives you a year you know and what do you think of this now christmas being kind of star wars time i love it i love the oh, idea gosh, that we're really getting cool. to the end of the year and all this i shit's almost going feel like on. i
2: wish it came out a little before like maybe more around thanksgiving mm-hmm. only because i feel like well this is just like selfish <laughs> yeah <laughs> selfish like i give it to me sooner but i almost feel like i wish it was out for more of that holiday time yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like because coming out the week before christmas or the weeks before christmas like thinking about like merchandising too like how do you do it? Yeah. How, yeah. Why would you not want to have more weeks to like yeah. sell? But how do you know? If, how do you know if you want that character? Right. yet? Yeah. Yeah. or or whatever right. the bed sheets or like the stuffed animals of whatever K, to us. so like, I feel like it makes more sense to come out closer to. Did, yeah. when did Force Awakens come out? About what, the same time. Was it in December? Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, felt it felt like, like it came out week. earlier to me. Literally, almost the same time last year because I had the Star mm. Wars sweater that mm. I bought with my oh. girlfriend. With yeah, I mean, I just theater. feel
2: like I, I love the idea. Of it feeling like a Christmas thing, yeah, like or a holiday yeah. thing, whatever. Well, I think the
0: thing is, since it's all Disney now, Marvel kind of has that November slot yeah. hashed out, and I feel like also that seems to be when Harry Potter related films come out. So maybe it's smart to give it its own little birth. True. I guess the fact that at least it's already out in all the theaters when Christmas hits and everybody goes to see a lot of movies, it's out already. True. That's but true. yeah, no, it is. I just like the idea. It just feels like it's a it's it's a nice. It just adds something to Christmas, that now Christmas is also Star Wars
2: time,
3: <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, really One
2: cool. last thing to add regarding episode eight. When do you think we'll see a teaser trailer?
3: Man, what if, what if they do it at the top of the year? I, well, with
0: Star Wars, there's usually a huge lead time on that. Yeah. I, we're basically a year out from it yeah. now.
3: So I would say any, whenever they want to. I feel like it, I, I think January. I think we're going to get something in there's January. There's got to be
2: something around something yeah. that they release it with, yeah. though. Hmm. Like the Star Wars Fest, the convention that they have, or like... Or, like, Guardians coming out, or Spider-Man. Like, that's probably yeah. when the trailer I will can drop. totally
0: believe, like, yeah, by May, when Guardians 2 comes out, I think that it's easy to imagine that there'll be a Star Wars trailer, trailer. attached to oh, yeah. it. But, like, will we get, like, a little 45-second teaser of some cool shit between now and then? Man, give yeah. it to me. And people keep saying Ryan Johnson has come up with some mind-blowing shit for this movie. So I'm wondering, like, oh, what boy. does that mean? Does that mean visually? Does that yeah. mean stylistically?
2: I hope it's, like, story. Yeah. Well, I hope yeah, it's all that. Me too. I mean... I would like all two, but mm-hmm. I think what they need to do to really, like, uh, take it to the next level is, like, he has to have something, st- especially for the people that, like, are that criticize Seven. Yeah. For that, like, kind of being so repetitive about certain things. Yeah. For like, being so you, nostalgic. Yes, exactly. Like, I feel like visually, I don't doubt that they're going to push a, push the levels of, of what we've seen before. I just think that, like, make it so unique story-wise, narratively, like... Do something different that no one saw coming, and no one will ever fucking question it. Which I would, just would which, love it. Yeah, which would make it unique because Star
0: Wars films have always... There's always been a lot of echoes. Yes, and I think that you want those. But I'm with you. Like, let's see what it means when someone says, "How about we don't echo? How about we just
2: move forward?" Yeah, that'd be amazing. That'd be cool. But yeah,
0: we don't even know the name of this thing yet. Like, that's an even that. Like, yeah, that that makes me think we might be a ways out because they They usually release that. There's going to be like a big story around the name. Yeah, and probably then they'll say there'll be a. We'll see some footage soon. So maybe like January they'll announce the name, and March or April we'll see. We'll see some footage. I think January... I, think now, I, January, I, I want it, but I just don't I'm going to get
3: something brief. Yeah. Like, some, uh, look at a new character, the name, mm-hmm. that's it. And then, like, four or five months after, a full trailer. Well,
0: they could have a teaser that reveals the name. Yeah. That could... You know what I mean? Like, if the name is something cool, and it comes at the end of a cool teaser, it could blow your blow your pants off. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
3: Somebody could faint in the theater. Yeah.
0: My <laughs> pants fly off, and I faint at the just, same time. Ah,
3: wasn't?
2: Weren't there some, like, titles that were... Like, thrown around a little while ago. I'm trying to find them. <laughs> Tale of the Jedi Temple was okay. one of them. I
3: hate that name.
2: And The Order of the Dark Side.
3: I like that one.
0: That
2: one's better. Yeah.
0: They, they keep surprising me with these little clusters of things. Like, Marvel dropping the, the Guardians trailer and the Spider-Man trailer within, like, the space of a week. Yeah. It feels like they know they get maybe more of a pop out of you. So, maybe there will be, like, while people are still hot on this film, maybe there will be some something about episode 8, whether it's the name or a
3: teaser or something. Guardians broke some records uh yeah. heard viewership. I think the really only trailer that
0: has more views is... Uh, uh, Fast and Furious? No, um, uh,
2: but Beauty and the Beast, the the remake. Oh, really? Yeah. That... Well, the, the fate of the Furious blew both of them out of the oh, water. Oh, it did? This okay. Week. Man. That's it. Oh. That's it. Go see Rogue One. I mean, I
1: already saw
0: it, but yeah. whatever.
2: If you're waiting on us, we go see it go again. Ahead. Yeah, it's a go-ahead for us. Cool. Uh...
0: I love that. It's mild. It's a good head. <laughs> it's a head. In case you couldn't tell. Gotta <laughs> <I> see it.
2: <laughs> you can find other episodes that we've had on iTunes. If you can leave us a star rating or a review, we'd appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back in, I don't know, I guess in a week or so, talking about some...
0: Actually, let's see. Within the week. Within the week. This episode is... Actually, this This is a bonus yeah, episode. You're, you're so by the end early of the week... Merry Christmas. Yes. Yeah. And then the, our regularly scheduled uh, episode on Friday of this week will be the, uh, the, the Bah Humbug episode you've come to yeah. expect from us.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh so
0: when you're sitting around opening gifts and dealing with your family's shit you can you know that there's a little blast of negativity you can <laughs> you can tune into on your on your
2: handheld device and uh yeah that's it as always you've been our day thanks bye
0: podcasts are built on hope